If you live like that, do you know what people think about you? Yo, hold on a second. He doesn't know the taste of the fellow? Come on, man. Mm, I'm going to have to cut you off there, Venu. But welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 65 of the Tall, Dark, and Ratchet podcast. I'm your host, Marcel Williams. Let's get it started. Yep, still a pandemic. Uh, the restrictions are slowly starting to ease up, though, so that's, uh, you know, a good sign. Let's give a round of applause for that. I got to go outside uh, to the beach last night, which was great. You know, um, got to catch up with a friend I hadn't seen in a while since last year. We uh, went for a stroll, got to check out their new house, um, and we reminisced, you know, not just on our experiences and that's the the beauty of having friends that you've known since your teens is that you can share stories maybe about other people that you've met throughout your lives that they know but they might not know some of the the history that you uh you shared before they had met them and stuff like that but anyways um so yeah so that was good uh i needed that i've been going through quite a bit um yeah i've been dealing with a lot if I'm going to be candid, I mean, I'm here to fucking pod today. Let's be, let's be transparent. Let's be candid. Let's be vulnerable today. Uh, I'll try to make it not as depressing as some of the other episodes, but you know, we, we got to get some shit off our chest. And there's one thing I strongly believe in is just, you know, being your true authentic self and at least trying to do your best of that. Um, Cause I feel like other people can learn from your truths and your trials and tribulations and so on. So I've been going through it, man. My my forehead broke the fuck out. I think it's because I use this exfoliating thing. Could be that I, you know, I'm now going back for runs and walks and I'm sweating more. So maybe it's getting oily, but it also could probably just be stress because um, stress kills and it also causes acne. So I'm coming to find out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've taken some L's, but I, what I'm trying to do these days is find ways of, you know, because it's easier to, you know, use those hashtags like, you know, there's no such thing as losses, only lessons, but to actually apply that to your day-to-day life is, is more of a challenging feat. So in some of the things that have happened to me over the last week or month, I'm just trying to reflect a little bit more and, and say to myself, well, why did these things happen? How much of these things um, that happened to me were in my control? How grave are they? How detrimental are they to my existence? How much emphasis should I be putting on, you know, the ripple effect of some of these things that are happening? So, you know, I'm I'm just trying to be a little bit more understanding and accepting of the fact that these things just happen, you know? Sometimes, uh, you know, you get excited for something and then it ends up not falling through. Sometimes you 
um, pursue something or someone and it doesn't always work out the way you want it to. So look, I'm just trying to wrap my head around certain things and, and see where maybe I could have executed things better and, um, you know, take some accountability because these are words that we hear people throwing around all the time, transparency, accountability, um, you know, but in order to really grow as a person, you really have to try to apply these things and, uh, work through them. So now I've got some segments, um, not all of them, the ones that I usually have, um, we are going to talk about some of the videos that I'm going to be playing here. Um, but yeah, I, I just want to extend some grace to women in general, because I've been very fortunate to have met, um, a variety of different women that I've had romantic relationships with platonic relationships with. And, you know, I, you know, I don't think we give enough credit to how powerful a woman truly is. Now, of course we know they bring life into this world. They deal with a lot. Um, their bodies are some of the most complex things on this planet. And, you know, I'm, I'm just in all of the, the nonsense that I've been going through and all of the, the heartbreak and all these things that I've been experiencing, I've really just kind of sat back and found a deeper appreciation for women, not just the ones in my life, but just in general, you put up with a lot, you know, men are trash for the most part. And, um, you know, you, you kind of have, you're working against, you know, systemic things that are in place to, to have you seen as lesser than. So congrats to, to women, just being women. And to illustrate just how complicated your bodies are, there's this video I stumbled across on the internet and it is a video of these gentlemen trying out what seems to be a period cramp simulator. Now, I would never discredit a woman and say, oh, you're cramps, you're exaggerating this and that, because I don't know what it's like. I've never experienced it. Now, I don't know how real this device is. I don't know how accurate it is. But in even just watching this video, you can see that when the men apply it to their, I don't even know where it's really hooked up to, their abdomen, maybe their thighs, I don't know. But um, you can see that men are just not used to dealing with this level of pain and women are, are some strong, strong creatures. So, um, here's, again, it's not a specific segment. It's just a video that I want to share, but this is a bunch of guys trying out a period cramp simulator. We tried a period cramp simulator.
Yeah. In conclusion, men are weak. You know, shit's got to hurt when the big fella just dropped down to his knees like that looked painful and at the end the last frame there was like a little boy that pops in he's like yo let me try this like bro you ain't ready for this none of the the men clearly were ready for any of this so you know props to to women for having to navigate this world while going through that shit too that looks painful and uh, i'm very fortunate that i'll never have to go through that i think the closest thing that i've ever experienced to menstrual cramps which again would probably not compare based on what i'm seeing in this video is that i had prostatitis once and i thought i had it again recently um, turned out it just kind of came and went, but it's the equivalent of having blue balls, but worse. I was bedridden. Like it was constant, just like sore aches. I was popping ibuprofen. Like it was fucking Tic Tacs. And, um, that lasted a couple of weeks. And then I think after the first week I was like, yo, this is nuts. So I went to the doctor and, um, they prescribed me some antibiotics eventually and, and it got rid of it. But, the fact that women have been dealing with this since their teens and then they have to deal with it until, you know, their what, 50s until they get menopause and then that's a whole other can of worms. You know, shout out to the ladies on this planet who are uh, making it work. Now, um, like I mentioned, I'm currently going through it. I had a little bit of a toxic situation ship. At least that's what I like to call it um, because it wasn't really um, a full-fledged relationship. It was just kind of like, you know, exploring the idea of, it was just dating. Let's just call it that, right? For for lack of better words. And uh, it came to an end at the beginning of this week. Now, the reason being, and I, I've spoken about this previously before, and not to, you know, air out the other person's um, laundry, but I mean, again, I'm I'm very much in belief of being able to share your side of the story without having to defame the other individual, um, I guess the point of contention for this relationship from the very beginning was that they were very clear that they were looking to pursue an open relationship. Now, this person had never been in an open relationship, so I really didn't know what that meant. And we finally got to flush it out this week because I felt like I was in a good headspace to really dive into the conversation to see what that looks like. And I have to say, everything that they were saying was entirely reasonable. It wasn't like they were saying anything egregious or something that um, seemed far-fetched. It was a very sound and respectful way of navigating a relationship. But in having that conversation, the thing that kept dawning on me is that I am the one who isn't equipped for this because i think when you hear about open relationships it's usually the men that want to pursue that type of an arrangement because in their mind it gives them essentially a hall pass to be able to go and do what they want to do but hearing it come out of a woman's mouth in terms of what their view and how they see it going down it is very interesting so essentially what what it entails is that you have a person someone that you you want to build with someone that you want to share something with and you know you don't want to disrespect that person however at the same time and let's be honest i mean especially living in a city like toronto it's a very attractive metropolitan in canada 
you don't necessarily want to put up roadblocks and you know block out the potential of meeting somebody else just because you are in a relationship so not pursuing or seeking other people to add into your relationship or to you know replace or fill voids within your relationship but more so just being able to feel as though if something presents itself that you don't require permission or have to feel that you're being sneaky by just engaging with that person and it doesn't have to be romantic it doesn't have to be intimate and look there's i think that's something that's very reasonable i think that's something that um, more people should be able to entertain and what came of it from that conversation was that i think i have a lot of things that i need to work out myself because even if I, I truly deep down in my heart of hearts just want to pursue a monogamous relationship. Things happen within monogamy as well. And I don't know if I'm prepared for a lot of things that come with it. Maybe it's because I've been single for so long that I haven't had to put myself in situations where that level of vulnerability is, is being highlighted. But look, I, um, I think I like for me, it's it's not a matter of, okay, let me just jump back into the dating pool and see if I can find somebody that aligns with all the things that I want to do. Because there is something to be said about, again, taking that accountability in that maybe I'm a little too controlling that I can't reason with this person. And who knows, maybe deep down, I, I do want to be in an open relationship and maybe that wasn't the right person. Or maybe... I just need to work through some things and figure out where these insecurities stem from or, or whatever it is. But what came from that was no judgment towards this person for feeling what they, what they felt. And, um, just more so having to take more time to just self-reflect. And I think in, in previous situations where I've had little, you know, situationships or little moments with people, whenever that came to an end, I would just quickly try to jump to that next person to try to, um, you know, forget or move forward. But I think this time, maybe because I'm getting older and my libido is a little bit weaker, which I know I will maybe talk about that in a bit too, but I just want to linger in the hurt. I think I want to just process the pain a little bit more and just kind of see why I feel the way I feel, where these emotions are coming from. And, um, yeah. And just kind of, you know, learn more about me. And it's unfortunate that we're still in this lockdown where a lot of the counseling and therapy sessions that I would want to go and, and see because I'm not huge on the online communication stuff and um, the phone stuff. And I mean, if you can do that or if you do need to do that, I would definitely implore that you would explore those options. For me personally, I'm I would never consider myself to be someone who, you know, I'm in dire need of uh, support or a helpline. Um, which is not to say that, you know, if you are one of those people that there's anything wrong with you because we all kind of go through it in our own ways. I'm just saying that I would rather have a face-to-face -face conversation, an in-person conversation with someone to really flush out some of the things that I feel like I can improve on and use actionable things to, to kind of better myself. So, um, I've talked about therapy before I, you know, commend people who who take the step to go and, and seek that help um, at regardless of what level they're at, whether they do it, I mean, group counseling, um, individually, whatever it is that floats your boat. Um, I just think that we all could use that extra set of ears to um, 
to help flush out some of the, uh, the things that we haven't compartmentalized in our heads. So all that to be said, I got benefits for my work and I need a motherfucking therapist. Um, but I'm going to wait until these restrictions ease up. And then I'm definitely going to go and partake in that. Cause I think there's a lot to be gained from that. Now, again, I, I said my libido is kind of low. I think that's a, a big reason as to why I've been so promiscuous is that there's a lot less pressure when you're dealing with somebody casually to have to perform, not necessarily. Okay. Let me reword that. You still have to perform with somebody that you're dealing with casually. You want to make sure that both parties involved are content. What I'm saying is, is that the frequency, there's not really, you know, uh, a demand necessarily. And in trying to date somebody monogamously consistently, I ain't got it like I used to got it. You know, my, my wood game is, it's, it's kind of falling off a little bit, if I'm being honest. I'm no longer the pipesmith I, I once was. And uh, there's something in that consistency where women, when they start to reach my age, their sexual prowess is a lot uh, more rampant. And for me, I don't know, my shit is just not as excitable. So um, yeah, all that and all I'm trying to say is that I'm just, I got to spend some time with myself and just figure it all out. Um, And I don't want to like, here's the thing too. and, And again, being transparent, being candid, I downloaded some dating apps. I wanted to see what was out there. I was curious. And look, it's not like I was gone for that long. It's only been, you know, a handful of months. Women are still attractive and, you know, they, they all kind of want to look for something different. And it's just interesting in a pandemic that, you know, it's, it's so weird. Like, how am I supposed to meet people outside of dating apps right now? Cause you go to the grocery store with a mask on, um, you know, you, you walk down the street and just people are just on edge, especially in Toronto, because we've been you know, confined for so long. I think it's like 15 months now um, on and off with lockdowns and stay-at-home orders that, you know, it's it's tough. So, you know, anybody who is out there actively dating and they're finding it that it's, it's great right now. Um, and there's pros and cons, right? Like a lot of the pressure of having to, you know, find these crazy entertaining things like everybody kind of likes Netflix and chilling to an extent. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's an option, but in terms of like safety and stuff like that, those are concerns. So I don't know. It's all the fucking wild, wild west. Dating will forever be this weird thing that humans always need to entertain. Um, and it's never going to be something that's, uh, going to be seen as natural to me, but whatever, we all got to do it. Uh, now I do have a who's man's is this because I saw this on Instagram and the shit had me rolling. Cause I'm like, bruh, I get the, the era, like, you know, they didn't have CGI and all that other kind of stuff, but I feel like they could have done a slightly better job in casting this commercial. So without further ado, here's this week's who's man's is this. Who's man's is this? I need to know. I really need to know. Whose man's is this? Now, this is a classic commercial from uh, debatably the greatest basketball player to have ever walked the, the face of the earth and featuring his mother. So without further ado, here is uh, a Michael Jordan commercial from what I would assume is late 80s, early 90s. I started to beat him convincingly. Equally deserving of the credit is someone who showed him how to put it through the hoop. Keep your eye on the rim and concentrate. <laughs> like this. Like that. 
No, like this. Like this. Like this. Like this, Michael. And now give it some razzadazzle. <laughs> That's my mom. Like, tell me I'm not crazy, but that looked exactly like Dave Chappelle in the Prince sketch. Um, I just got to hold on. Let me just play that last little that little dunk again there, because that shit was nuts. Like, if you're going to cast some dude to play Michael Jordan's mom, at least get him to shave his goatee. That shit looked fucking insane. And it's so funny because they just had the same fit on. But I'm like, you know, he did a little jump step and. I don't know. My favorite part of that whole thing was like this, Michael, and then give it a little razzle dazzle. Shout out to Michael Jordan's mom for, uh, you know, I hope she got a check for this. And Michael didn't just pocket it all. But, you know, I thought that was a uh, an interesting um, video that I stumbled across there. But whose man's is that? Where is he now? Was he an NBA player? You know, was he in the D League? Was he just an actor that they just paid who can dunk? But like, I don't know. It's just kind of uh, a weird thing to see. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for today. I just wanted to kind of, you know, deep dive on my life and just let you know that I'm a fucking mess. But I, uh, you know, I'm also very grateful, like I said, about some of the things that are moving in the right direction. Um, this next podcast, episode 66, will be the last one in this home that I'm in currently. So I'm going to be moving house uh, next weekend. Very excited to, you know, have some sunlight and, uh, you know, amenities and things like that, just because this wasn't necessarily the best uh, living situation in a pandemic, very dark, dingy, and um, I am very grateful for that. So hopefully if they don't open the gyms, I, you know, muster up the strength and get myself some weight so I can get myself into better shape just for me. You know, I'm not even trying to do it for any crazy aesthetic stuff. I just want to feel better because... That's one of the things that's really weighed on me the most during the pandemic is just um, not cooking as often because the kitchen that I have here is just not conducive for it. So I'm looking forward to that. And then also just, um, you know, get myself into to some some normal shape and just feeling better and just being active. So I hope you guys are are doing things to to make sure you're maintaining your physical and mental health as well, because we all know, you know, these are trying times, but we're almost there. I can see the light. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Um, make sure that if you are listening in that you are, you know, liking and um, leaving reviews, sending it to your friends. If you're on YouTube, you subscribe. You know, we got to see those subscribers go up. I did a Drake video in August of last year that just reached over 10,000 views, which is crazy. But I think it's just because the algorithm and um, that Drake is, is set to drop an album soon. But I want to do more of those type of videos. So um, my setup at the new spot, a, I'm really hoping that it's a lot more conducive for creating content. I haven't really set everything up yet, but, um, I do look forward to just being in a new atmosphere. Um, so with that being said, I will see you all next week. Take care of yourselves. Peace.